0: I'm so excited to have Dr. Phyllis Gersh back on the podcast.
1: Seriously, she is my favorite doctor, and she has so much good things to say about yeah. PCOS that will just blow your mind.
0: Doctor said you got PCOS, now go on, girl, just lose some weight. So I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian of my sister's the best they've ever felt Take a step in my direction If you wanna move
1: them along And take control of yourself Join a
0: sister and a mister Sisters, if you haven't listened to our episode with Dr. Phyllis Gersh It's actually our most downloaded episode <laughs> of all time It's called How to Reverse PCOS with Dr. Phyllis Gersh mm-hmm. And she's coming back on the podcast in a few weeks We're so excited I know. If you don't know who she is, she's also the author of PCOS SOS. Yes. And we, like, in our world, we call her the queen of PCOS. Mm -hmm. Does she
1: know we call her the queen?
0: She we should. should tell her. We should that's how we should introduce her. <laughs> the Queen is here. The Queen is here. She like was one of the pioneers about twenty, thirty years ago looking into like in-depth research yeah. about PCOS, starting her own facility, starting her own just functional practice medicine, functional medicine.
1: Combined with gynecology, like yeah. She's a gynecologist who studied functional medicine. So she brought like the two worlds together. Exactly. She knows so much research. She has this book, PCOS SOS. I suggest you read it before our next podcast episode airs.
0: And she's one of the reasons where the gluten and dairy free came into the PCOS world is because she talks about it extensively in her book as one of the first approaches when she has patients come in with PCOS. Mm -hmm. And that's where we got a lot of our knowledge as well as other doctors and experts in the area. You know. Yeah,
1: she has a lot to say to a patient. Diagn- when I was diagnosed and I went to her, she said a lot in
0: that yeah. first. You oh, yeah, know. she was your doctor.
1: Yeah, I memorized everything she told me. It was just really hard to implement at first. Yeah, and it took me like years and years to do it. Of course, but yeah. I feel like our method has been heavily influenced by like her research, what she said at, to me at my doctor's yeah. appointment, what other naturopathic doctors also say that align with what she says.
0: Exactly. All right, though, we have a very fun episode for you today, sisters. We, as we mentioned in our last episode, wanted to change up the style of the podcast just a little bit to make it a little bit more, even more fun, Mm -hmm. to make it more interactive, to make it about you and, and just more about different PCOS topics, not just one topic for the whole episode. As you know, like in previous episodes, we just have one topic and we go over that topic and that was really it. Right. Yeah, and now we're going to have multiple different topics within each episode to really give you more knowledge and keep it a little bit more broad um, as to what you can learn through each episode.
1: We're covering more ground, so plug in your headphones and pay attention.
0: Exactly. I'll tell you the topics for today and you'll see how fun it is. So the first thing we're going to start with today is guess this food. Talia has no idea what this food is. I'm going to give her a couple of hints and then she's going to try to guess the food and then once she guesses it right or wrong... She'll tell us the best ways to eat that food for PCOS. Okay. But I'll give you a hint. The food is something that's very healthy for PCOS. Okay. After that, we're going to do a little Q&A from Instagram. We're going to take your questions from Instagram and answer about five, six questions. And then we're going to do wins of the week. And then to end out the podcast, we're going to do three gluten-free foods, three gluten-free foods to fight PCOS. So as you can tell, it's going to be really fun, packed. Let's get started. Let's hit it. All right, are you ready for this, babe? I'm ready. Are you ready to guess this food? Okay. Don't read the hints. I don't
1: know. There's what hints I haven't read. No,
0: because the hints are on the paper right here, but I don't want you to read because I want I want them to come to you fresh. Okay. Okay. Tell me. All right. So Tanya has no idea what this is, and scissors, if you want to guess with her, just yell it out in your office or your school. (laughs) No one would care. All right. Guess based on these hints, Mm Talyn. Oh, and by the way, you only get one guess throughout the entire game. Okay. If that one guess is wrong... Okay. (laughs) All right? So you can't just be guessing every single thing in the world. Okay, go. And it's very specific. Okay, go. All right. The first hint is, this food is loaded with omega-3 fatty acids. First hint. All right? Mm -hmm. You want to guess right now? It's a very generic hint right now. I'm not ready. You're not ready. Good. All right. Good, good, good. The second hint is... Rich in vitamin D. Mm. So why don't you talk about what you're thinking so far, what this food is? Like so far, what's your guess? Salmon. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. I can't <laughs> say anything right now. We have a third hint. The third the third is the final hint. Okay. The third hint is it may also supply a significant amount of iodine. Mm. <laughs> so the three hints. I don't know. As time thinks about it, why some of these are really important for PCOS. So omega-3 fatty acids. They can help reduce inflammation, and we all know how big of a role inflammation plays when it comes to weight gain, as well as your uh, metabolism with PCOS. Second hint, when I said vitamin D, this is great for insulin sensitivity, improving egg quality, improving ovulation, improving fertility. Mm -hmm. And then the third hint, iodine. This is really important for thyroid function, which as a result affects your metabolism. So what is it, Talia? You get one guess. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Salmon
1: yeah <gasps> i'm right you got it right oh my gosh
0: you said it after the first and i was like god damn it
1: no it's not that it was easy it was just like omega-3
0: okay it must be a fish you said vitamin yeah. D.
1: I was like fish and then you said i don't. i was like uh fish
0: yeah yeah <laughs> but not all types of fish salmon particularly salmon. when it comes to these hints mm-hmm. so now that you guessed it right why don't you kind of give some of your favorite dishes with salmon while you like salmon for pcs and yeah yeah oh
1: let me tell you, sisters, come closer. Have you made a salmon taco before? A crispy oh, so salmon good. taco. So good. I'm going to brief synopsis the recipe for you. Okay. First, you have to do this. Get some coconut milk, a little bit like a dollop of mayo, some chili powder, a bunch of cilantro, some, a squeeze of lime, some lime zest. Blend it all up, right? Now you have your sauce. Then get the salmon. Lay it on, you know, a sheet pan, right? With parchment paper or whatever. Drizzle on that saucy sauce. And then what you want to do is get some gluten-free breadcrumbs. Oh, by the way, you have to put salt and stuff on the salmon. Get some (laughs) gluten-free breadcrumbs. Mix it with some, I don't know, whatever seasoning you like. Again, chili powder, garlic powder. Give it some flavor, Italian seasoning, whatever. And encrust the salmon with that and bake it. And basically make a taco afterwards.
0: Afterwards, you just break it up.
1: Yeah Pickled onions and everything It's so good It is the best way to eat salmon If you don't like the fishy flavor That's what you gotta do Yeah
0: And for the sisters who don't like fish Like me I hate fish The passion But when Tali makes it Like in these different kinds of ways With like the taco Or sometimes she'll make like a salmon patty it makes it delicious. It only makes it delicious. And I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who is like hates fish, I'm in the same boat with you. I don't want to go and I don't want to <laughs> leave that boat. I don't want that fish. I, I agree with you. But it's important, you know. It's like
1: important, you have to for you don't. Ha- I mean, you don't have. To, you don't but have it's to. important to be diverse with, PCOS, with your proteins. Yeah, you should have fish a couple times a
0: week. Yeah, not just only beef or not just chicken. You yes. have to like switch it up from chicken to beef to fish. Like you can't just have one source of protein.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree.
0: All right, well that I hope everybody fun. You
1: should do this more fun,
0: I know I want to do this every episode to guess this food and I'll make it more difficult next time because okay. this is my this is my first time doing this game and you know first time is always a little difficult so I'll get better at it as we go on with these <laughs> episodes great. What's our next segment, babe?
1: Let's do the Q&A. Answer some of your questions.
0: Yes. And these questions came from Instagram comments. So if you want your comments or if you want your questions to be read, just leave a comment with your exact question on any one of our latest posts. We usually check the latest ones and we grab your questions from those. At loss, by the way. PCOS.WeightLoss on Instagram. Just leave your comments there.
1: All right. The first one. Sierra Morgan says... Hey, Chica, what alternative milk do you find is the best to regulate hormones and avoid dairy? Ooh! I mean, first of all, dairy-free milk doesn't regulate hormones, but I can tell you that coconut milk, I really like it. It's natural. And when you add chia seeds to it, it adds a pump of calcium. So Mm -hmm. I think that's my favorite alternative.
0: Yeah, coconut milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like almond milk as well. I like Mm -hmm. flax milk. I think I have so much. Yeah, there's a lot of different types, but the one thing to be really aware of is the unsweetened kind. Oh, yeah. You want to get the unsweetened kind cuz the sweetened versions tend to have obviously added sugar as well as other processed ingredients for the taste and flavor of sweetness. So unsweetened is usually the best bet for any kind of dairy-free milk. 100%. Next question is from Felicia Ann. She says is yoga or pilates good for PCOS? Is that considered low impact workouts? Mm. Yes. Both are actually great options. Yoga is a really great way to reduce stress, but also improve mobility, help with back uh, strength, help just overall with the flexibility in your body. Highly recommend yoga. Same thing with Pilates. Pilates is very low impact. Majority of the time, you're working with very, very low weights, either on your back or like standing up and doing some really uh, low impact exercises. However, one thing I want to say is if your goal is weight loss, I wouldn't particularly say, oh, yoga will be enough or Pilates will be enough because they're a little bit too low impact if you want to look at it that way. Because in yoga, you're not going through the role of like activating muscles and exerting energy. And building lean muscle Usually mm. you don't get that From You're not yoga building
1: in yoga You're not like Lifting weights yeah. And like You know, I mean, to a certain extent, but it's not the same as lifting weights.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then same thing with Pilates. Like it's, it it won't be as extensive enough to build a lot of lean muscle, but it would still be helpful. I still definitely recommend Pilates as a starting point. And then once you feel like you're ready, you can move on to something a little bit more focused on the strength training approach. If you really want to build on that lean muscle and improve your metabolism.
1: All right. Next. Amina Hurry says, this may be stupid, but does dairy free include eggs and cheese? not a stupid question.
0: Yeah, there's never a stupid question.
1: (laughs) So eggs are not dairy. They're in like the dairy section of the grocery store. That's where the confusion comes from. Yeah. Some people have a reaction to eggs. Maybe it's inflammatory for you. You wouldn't know unless you cut it out for 30 days, like I always say. Yeah. But it's not dairy. Yeah. Cheese is dairy.
0: Yes dairy products are anything that's made from milk. Uh, milk exactly so anything made from milk but cow milk specifically or mammal milk if you want to say like that <laughs> anything made from mammal milk because yeah that's where cheese is made from egg. so eggs wouldn't be dairy if you look at it that way like eggs don't come out of a cow i guess right 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 is that correct Chicken. you want to, yeah okay <laughs> i'm just kidding just kidding uh, the next question is from Irma Nathalie. I think I'm, I hope I'm reading it correctly. Irma Nathalie. She says, how should I use the apple cider vinegar? Do I need to dilute it first? So I think this question is coming up because uh, recently on Instagram, we posted about how apple cider vinegar can be helpful for like PCOS weight loss and things of that nature. Do you want to explain yeah. babe, how you would recommend using it?
1: I mean, it is great for insulin sensitivity. So keep it in your kitchen, fully stocked, have backup have it available in every corner of your house. (laughs) Yeah. And just you can dilute it in water. You could take a shot. But for me, that's just like way too much. Mm -hmm. That's way too dramatic. Like I can't do that. But (laughs) you can dilute it in water, put it on a salad, you know, just like try to have it. Yeah. Incorporating
0: it into different stuff, like a salad or even like doing like a when you pickle the onions. Oh, yes. You pickle it in apple cider vinegar.
1: Oh, yes. The red onions. Pickle them in apple cider vinegar and they taste good on everything and you'll get some apple cider vinegar.
0: Yeah. Totes.
1: Aryan Mal Woodsman says, "Is inositol the same as ovastol?" Yes, ovastol is made up of two different inositols, myo and d mm-hmm. It has a forty-to-one ratio of those inositols in ovastol. And that's because it is the most researched and shows that it helps for w- for women with PCOS.
0: Yeah, the forty to one ratio. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. so that's why we really suggest Ovastol. It is highly researched by mm-hmm. like third party.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people get confused about Inostol versus Ovastol. So Ovastol is just a brand. That's like the name of the the, right. the brand, the company that makes the Inostol. It's just like like vitamin C. Vitamin C. Is like the Inositol, mm-hmm. and then what is it, like a company that makes Vitamin C? <laughs> uh,
1: pure encapsulation.
0: Pure encapsulation. So the Pure Encapsulation Vitamin C—that's their brand. So right. that's that's the only difference with Inositol versus Ovastol. But yeah. not all inositols are created equally. Like Time was explaining, Ovastol has a forty-to-one ratio mm-hmm. and four thousand milligrams a day. Those two things are super important because that's what's been used in the latest research studies. All right ready.
1: Samina oh. can we take Ovastol even during periods? I swear I have less period cramps now. Yes, you can. Yes, yeah. you can. And it's great for insulin resistance, which will help with your period symptoms.
0: Absolutely. All right. Next segment. I love this. Moving from segment to segment. <laughs> I hope this is are liking it too. So now we're going to go to the wins of the week before we go to the three gluten-free foods to fight PCOS. Why don't you kick us off, babe?
1: All right. Jackie NG. She says, Hi sisters, been gluten-free, dairy-free for two months now and on Ovastol for one month. Dropped 10 pounds already. After years of gaining weight, even just looking at food, my brain registers that I'm full much faster than before, so I naturally eat a lot less. Cycle regularized to 28 days like magic. Hey. Anyone here have experienced reversing low cortisol levels in the morning and high cortisol levels at night? I took a blood test and those are the results. It's affecting my circadian rhythm, still struggling with energy, sugar cravings, and mood. Thanks in advance. I love that she is seeing progress with Ovastol.
0: Yeah. And going gluten, dairy-free foods. Both oh, yeah. She did the dairy-free, gluten-free for two months, and Ovastol for one month, dropping mm-hmm. 10 pounds. That's amazing.
1: Absolutely.
0: And her cycle regularized.
1: I mean, that is a sign that you're doing great.
0: Yeah. And uh, we should go uh, her questions. Let's answer her yeah. question. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So the high cortisol levels at night, A really good wind down routine at night can help you get those cortisol levels nice and low, watch the sunset, don't stare at your phone, but also not doing an intense workout during the day because these types of intense things can keep your cortisol high and it can be really hard to bring it back down
0: at night. Yes. And some supplements. So Mm -hmm. if your cortisol is high in the night and low in the morning, I'm not sure exactly because I don't know your individual lab levels. But it may be that your adrenals need some support. Yes. So we, we know of a couple of supplements. If, for example, if you go to Equolife or if you go to Amazon, there's a supplement called Adrenal Soothe or Adrenal Support. It's basically meant to be taken in the evening. When you take the Adrenal Soothe, it basically brings down your cortisol levels and makes you basically like ready for sleep. CBD has also been shown to help with this in the evenings as well. There's also a different supplement called Adrenal Energy from Ecolife. That's when you're supposed to take it in the morning when you wake up so that it basically helps to raise your cortisol levels in the morning. So if that is the case and you're struggling with adrenal basically – I highly recommend looking into uh, those supplements and that should be available on Equal Life as well as Amazon.
1: All right. Next one of the week from the Sisterhood, Sarah McAllister. She says, I have been following for a while and have been mostly gluten-free, dairy-free since discovering a sister and her mister on March slash April. Cool. I fell off the bandwagon with eating this holiday time for a few reasons. And instead of getting down and continuing to eat. Freely, which would usually be my norm, I came here for inspiration and to the sisterhood for some yummy recipes. After checking back in here and with my goals, I've put my foot down against feeling bad and being bloated, so I'm back on track. Thanks for the encouragement, the recipes, and the helpful advice posted here on Instagram and on Instagram. I'm not usually one to post yet, but I'm so grateful to those of you who do. I've got a long way to go and thankfully a path to follow. Grinch muffins thanks to the sisterhood made the gingerbread cookies too but my family got to them before i got a phone
0: (laughs) and she posted a picture of the grinch muffins this is a recipe you can find in the sisterhood all gluten-free dairy-free low sugar so good they look so good they're so green i know they're like vibrant green like exactly like the grinch The green tea yeah oh that's green tea yeah that's amazing i know i love that shout out to sarah and I love how, like, she didn't, like, feel bad during the holidays. It's right. really easy to feel bad when you're, like, going. Because, obviously. It's not
1: easy to yeah. do this during the holidays, Yeah, you there's know? so
0: many family dinners. Yeah. And no, some people don't know you're, you're, you You're have a certain lifestyle. Some mm-hmm. people don't care, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But it's great that she didn't let that get her down. And instead, she. Made went, some muffins. Yeah. She, yeah, <laughs> some exactly. Some gluten and
1: dairy-free muffins and when moved life, on.
0: When life hands you lemonades, you make muffins.
1: When life is a Grinch, make muffins out of it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That was good. <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> I should put that in a Hallmark book. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one?
0: Incredible.
1: me who have pcos this ratio is often imbalanced so taking Ovastol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue
0: so awesome it tastes like nothing so just warn me when you put it in a cup so i don't drink it
1: you got it boo check out the link in the description to get 15 percent off your order
0: all right uh and then before we go to the three gluten-free foods to fight pcos Uh, We have one more win from Alan Takei. She says, sharing my win for this week, we live in San Diego and just flew to Minnesota yesterday where my parents live. Shout out to all the sisters in San Diego and Minnesota. For the plane, I packed so many snacks that I didn't have to resort to getting food at the airport, which is something I actually look forward to because it generally means I can, quote unquote, can eat junk food. But I didn't need to. Then today, I already did my slow workout today. Working out generally was a rarity for me, but on vacation is unheard of. Thank you, Tallinn, for helping us become better versions of ourselves. Oh my Aww, gosh, good that's for you. I feel like she really learned from you when it comes to packing the snacks to the oh, airport. Oh, crazy like snacks. a hunter and gatherer when it comes like, to packing snacks.
1: I am not leaving the house on like a day-long adventure without my purse filled yeah. with snacks <laughs> or like a sandwich. Like we never go on a plane without me having packed like a sandwich. Or sliced apples and, like, a Ziploc of nuts. like Yeah, it's always
0: (laughs) something. There's always something. The only thing we have to get, unfortunately, is water because you can't take water into the airport. But, yeah, it's like we always have, like, your bag ready to go. Do you
1: remember that time at my sister's wedding when you were hungry Yeah, in in the the, limo on our way to her wedding? And I knew you'd be hungry because you didn't eat the, like, steak and the stuff that they made in the morning because it was too early to eat it. Yeah. So I put it all in a ziploc bag, put it in my purse, my like nice designer purse. I put a ziploc bag of like steak, steak
0: kay? with bread,
1: and made him a sandwich
0: on the in the wedding limo. In like we're the, all in the limousine with the wedding, like the groom and the, <laughs> the what do you call the, the bride? Wed- bride. The sorry.
1: <laughs> I know, and I knew because I was like, it's gonna be a long day. He hasn't eaten, anyways. I always do that, though. Every purse has a kind bar. (laughs) That's
0: hilarious. That's so funny. All right. With that said, let's go into the uh, final segment of today's podcast. Three gluten-free foods to fight PCOS. All right. So, What's our first food to fight PCOS, babe? Buckwheat. Buckwheat.
1: Buckwheat. So, yes, it has the word wheat in it, but it's gluten-free. And it has this delicious nutty flavor and... I like to buy buckwheat noodles. It's really fun to use with like Asian inspired recipes because it tastes really good with like gluten-free soy sauce, shrimp, kimchi, flavors like that. But not only does it taste good, it's great for PCOS. It has Mm D-chiroinositol in it, which is an excellent insulin mediator that can be found also, in Ovassitol. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying buckwheat noodles replace Ovassitol, no, but it's
0: not going to have the same levels. But it's a good it's booster. It's good to know. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it is a great gluten free carb. It has protein, fiber, zinc, vitamin B, mm-hmm. and I just love it. I have it always in the pantry.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to like, like Ty said, increase insulin sensitivity and also reduce testosterone. And it can increase the frequency of ovulation and normalizing blood sugar levels all with through the benefit of the inositol that's found in buckwheat. Another reason why it's really helpful with PCOS, it's that it's rich in magnesium, mm. vitamin B, zinc, fiber, and protein. So these are all great properties, a great option for sisters out there because these are all going to help you decrease The risk for inflammation, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, which are conditions that unfortunately women with PCOS are are at a higher risk for. You said it. You said it. So that's number one. The number one. Not like number one as in the most important food. We're just saying.
1: One of the great foods. Yes. (laughs) Add to Instacart.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) I had a delivery. Where is it from Instacart? Hold
0: your horses. (laughs) What's our second one? Chia seeds. Cha-cha-cha-cha-chia. Chia Chia seeds are
1: fab. One serving of these gluten-free, dairy-free seeds has more calcium than milk, more antioxidants than blueberries, and three times more iron than spinach.
0: And more potassium than bananas.
1: You said it. Chia seeds are also one of the best sources of omega-3 fats. And earlier when we were doing that little quiz about choosing the food i almost said chia seeds oh yeah i know that fats. was one of
0: your I'm, I, I knew you, you might either guess chia or fish I, that's <laughs> why i tried to kind of trick you between yeah them.
1: you did they can also be classified as a daily vitamin because they are so rich in vitamin a b magnesium zinc copper phosphorus so next time you make a smoothie or next time you make a salad or you know put it in your water or whatever you know and yeah. make sure you get a serving couple tablespoons of chia seeds
0: in yeah. there it's a great addition to like a smoothies if we're making a morning smoothie just add like a tablespoon of chia seeds mm-hmm. because it's going to Actually help with speeding your metabolism because it hits you with that protein, the fiber, the omega three fatty acids. It's just gonna help boost your basic metabolism, and not just that, it forms a gelatin like substance in the stomach. Because I'm sure, as you know, like the the chia seed, Mm -hmm. maybe you've noticed when you put it in water, it kind of like swells up, right? So it basically forms like a gelatin like substance. Because of the soluble fiber content And this fiber content It makes you feel fuller longer Mm -hmm. And helps to stabilize your blood sugar levels Perfect I mean, what else do you want?
1: Nothing (laughs) It's great You should have it all the time
0: Yeah (laughs) Awesome
1: I put it in almond butter Like I mash the almond butter with the chia seeds And then I have fruit with it And it's just a great combination of PCOS friendly
0: Nice I personally Yeah, I personally just added like one tablespoon into like my smoothie Yeah But I like yours See that recipe?
1: Smish smash it in almond butter.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Because I mean, like, how else are you gonna eat it if you're gonna have an apple and almond butter? It's gonna get everywhere and you don't wanna eat a tablespoon of chia seeds. (laughs) (laughs) So smash it in your almond butter. (laughs) And then slather it on an apple.
0: Nice, delicious.
1: The third and final pumpkin seeds
0: pumpkin seeds
1: so like i mentioned before it has an enzyme that blocks dht and that enzyme is called beta cytosterol i don't know if i'm saying it right but (laughs) basically (laughs) when you reduce dht or you block it, it really helps with preventing hair loss or preventing facial hair so you know like we said earlier you gotta have some pumpkin seeds in the kitchen
0: yeah. When do we talk about pumpkin seeds on this podcast?
1: I, I'm so sorry. I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast oh, we or talk, earlier today. Yeah,
0: on the v- private podcast. Yeah. I was like, wait, we did talk about pumpkin seeds, but I'm looking you at our... looking
1: at the papers. Like,
0: yeah, I'm like, when, when did, did we did talk we... about it? And then, But I remembered it, but now I realize we talked about it on the Sisterhood private podcast. Yes. So I was like, wait, what? So let's go into more detail about it because okay. not everyone here heard about what we said about it.
1: If you, if you saute pumpkin seeds, add, it, add some coarse salt... And then cool it after you toast them, you can store them and you can have them anytime. They yeah. taste so good when they're toasted and put it on a salad or a snack on it. It's yeah. delicious.
0: And as Tai mentioned, it can play a big role in reducing DHT, which mm-hmm. is the most potent form of one of the most potent forms of testosterone, which can lead to hair loss or facial hair. So eating like pumpkin seeds, it can basically help with that. Yes. And it also has some essential fatty acids uh, to help regulate hormone function, improve skin and nails, and lower insulin levels.
1: Absolutely. Highly suggest making this a staple in your house.
0: Yes. And of course, when we say these are foods to fight PCOS, we're basically talking about these kinds of foods that provide you nutrients and provide you the benefits that are really needed when you're fighting PCOS. Like we talk about all the time with birth control, When you go on birth control, when you come off of birth control, it depletes your body with so many different nutrients, such as magnesium and vitamin B12. So it's really important if you're on birth control, if you're getting off of birth control, to focus on foods that deliver the nutrients that you may be missing. And even for other cases, uh, nutrients that you may be missing, helpful to find the right foods for that.
1: Yeah. Keep them as staples. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Always have it in your pantry and find different ways to use them because they're great for PCOS. Absolutely. Well, this was fun, sisters. I hope you like our new layout of the podcast. Yeah, new style. Let us know in our DMs.
0: Please, yeah. Comment on loss. Comment on a sister and her mister Instagram page and let us know how you liked it. Yeah. And if you want to participate in the Q&A section of the podcast, which we're going to be basically doing every week now going forward. Just comment your question on the PCOS.WeightLoss or on the a Sister and Her Mister Instagram page, and we'll be taking your questions there to answer them here. That's right.
1: Till uh, next time, sisters.
0: Yes, we hope you all all have a great week, and yeah, we'll see you on the gram.
1: Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.